You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss Podcast. My name is Rachel Autry, and I have so much fun over here behind the microphone chatting with lots of different friends, authors, musicians, speakers, all the people, specifically about things that hopefully bring a little bit more light and encouragement and are uplifting to you in your life. I want this to be a really fun show, obviously, where we can balance talking about kind of hard stuff and what does it look like to walk through that together or with people. But then also I love pulling in just like fun friendship conversation, like lighthearted, fun, don't have to take notes or think too seriously about it for your drives, for your chores or wherever you listen to the podcast, which is always so much fun to see. I have to tell you, one of my favorite things is seeing where you're listening, like When people take the Instagram videos, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, but picture this with me. When you're taking the pictures or the videos on Instagram and you're like on the walk with your cutie little dog or pushing a stroller or the people that are doing dishes at their sink and then they have the show playing in the background and they tag us like that makes me so happy Uh, only because like not because you're listening to my show, but, but because really truly like it's just a part of your life. And I count it like the biggest privilege and honor to be a part of your life. Whether we've met in person or not, I just feel like we're all besties. And it's also so funny, you should know that every time I sit behind the microphone, I always have to remind myself like, okay, Rachel, remember this will go live. Like this is for the world to listen to because I feel so close with y'all and because I forget like there are also strangers on the internet that aren't a part of our little community that could totally listen to this one day, take things out of context, whatever that I, it's just like so easy for me to get deep and go vulnerable with y'all. So just know how grateful I am for you on the other side of the microphone, on your side of the earbuds or whatever you're listening to. Yeah, I'm old school. I just said earbuds, AirPods, headphones. What do you call them? Because they're not all the same. You know what I mean? Anyways, so I am so excited for today's conversation. It's just with me. (laughs) Normally we have a guest join us, but analytics and insights on the podcast say that you guys love when I just like talk and chat about things that I'm loving, things that I'm learning, what life updates are happening, because there's only so much that you can share online on other platforms before it cuts you off or people don't care anymore. Um, And I have so many really cool updates and things that I'm learning and stories to share and all the things that I was like, you know what? This is going to be a good place to do it. And why not better just book in the summer series with talking about awkward conversations and things, just talking about things that are going on in my life. Very real, very raw. Pull the curtain back. So you're like, oh, wow. We're all in this together because we are. We truly are. Hey, fun housekeeping thing I want to talk to you about first. So like I was talking about, I love when you tag us in. Well, I feel like I just said that really northern. Tag us. What is that? What accent is that? Tag us. Or people say like bag instead of bag. <gasps> I just said it. And it definitely have a southern accent. I feel like people tell me that all the time. But then my southern friends tell me I don't have an accent at all is really funny. So hmm, way into this conversation, DM me if you think I have an accent. 
So my favorite thing, like I was talking about, is whenever you tag me on Instagram or behind the Bliss podcast, and we can just cheer each other on as a team and be like, wow, what we're doing matters. People are actually listening to this. When we press live, people push play. And that is so much fun. So we want to say, hey, thanks in a small, fun way. So every Friday, we're going to be rewarding one of you with coffee on us, Team BTB. And we just want to say, like I said, thanks. We love you. Treat yourself. Um, If you need a recommendation, I would love to recommend my coffee creation at Starbucks. I'll say it, but we'll also put the link for the coffee in the show notes. Just when I say it, you'll you'll know exactly why I'm saying just check the show notes for the link because it's kind of long and I get really awkward and like get social anxiety when I'm sitting at the drive-thru and I have to say the whole thing. So I always do mobile order at Starbucks. One, so I don't get it wrong, but two, so the people aren't annoyed with me. Okay. It's a, are you ready? Venti, venti, like, you know, the size with ice, but two shots of espresso, a splash of sweet cream, two pumps of brown sugar syrup or your favorite syrup, whatever. And then, um, cold, sweet cream, cold foam on top. And it is so good. And it's sweet, but not overpowering. Wow. I'm drinking straight up sugar. It's amazing. Um, and, uh, all the fall girls said, hallelujah to the idea that we could eventually one day, very, very soon, I'm talking so soon, put pumpkin cream cold foam on the top. It's going to be so good. I'm really excited about that one. So that's going to be my, my fall little hack. And you guys can do that with me too. Cause you know, Starbucks always puts out their holiday creation drinks like way far in advance, kind of like Home Goods does with their fall decor. I just went to Home Goods yesterday and all their summer stuff is like on clearance, by the way. That's fun. But all their fall stuff is out. Like I walked in, there's pumpkins and I was like, oh, so that's a little odd. But Starbucks does it too. And I'm here for the Starbucks pumpkin cold foam. It's so good. Anyways, we're going to be treating one of you guys to a coffee on us. Okay. And it could be a coffee from anywhere. We'll Venmo you or we can send you a Starbucks gift card. If you're a winner, you choose, okay? And basically we're saying thanks, but here's how you get it. You just have to tag us on Instagram, like post a screenshot. You could post a video, tag us, maybe listening to the podcast, whatever. You can get as creative as you want. We're going to randomly select one of the people that shares it. Um, Just one, so we could maybe see more of you share, but two, we just want to be able to treat you too. And three, one of the best ways to share about the podcast is online and in person. Like I can't tell you the amount of people that say, hey, my friend told me to listen to this episode and now I'm hooked. So you guys truly make a difference and we want to say thanks. So coffee on us. Um, every Friday we'll pick one of you, but Hey, you you could always be the person to win. Um, also a fun summer series update. I want to know what y'all thought about it. We had so much fun creating the summer series for you. I think summer or more like series are in our future because we had such a blast, whether it was curating content that we knew you guys were asking for, we knew that you guys were going to like, and then, then also like pulling in people that we trusted, whether it was my best friends or people that we admire online and would consider experts in that topic. Oh, it was a blast. A, a full-on treasure hunt for us, as, as I like to say. Um, so recap, in case you're like, what summer series? We did a summer series called, well, this is awkward. And we talked all about the things that really should be talked about more because they're awkward, but unfortunately they're not talked about as often as they should be because they're awkward. Like the transition to adulthood from like college or whatever, Um, making friends as an adult, 
which okay the transition to adulthood was with grace valentine she's so cute so fun highly recommend sending this to your friends that are like entering quote unquote real world you know what i'm talking about like they're not living in the college scene anymore or they're moving away from home for the first time and they're like just kind of about to be bamboozled by life send this to them making friends as an adult was with one of my bffs leah thompson we met in a really, really fun way. And so she shares our story, her story, really like how to make friends. Very, very wise, practical tips. So if you're in a lonely season and you need community, you are built for community and that community is waiting for you, but you got to go put in some work and find them. This episode is great for you. Feeling behind in finances was just Emily. She's our marketing director. And I, we sat down and chatted just truly what our budget looks like, our money mindset. How do you know if you're healthy or not? in your finances. Great episode. Then we talked all about sex. Yeah. With Grace and Warren. And truly, that was one of our most popular episodes ever to date. And I could probably tell you why. It's because sex is just one of those topics no one talks about. (laughs) Or, you know, it's unfortunate is the world is talking about it. And it's so freaking raunchy. And it's not how it was designed. It was designed for joy and pleasure and fun and love and intimacy within marriage. And I am all about talking about what that would look like to cultivate that in your marriage because someone wise once told me, and I think we mentioned this in the episode, the enemy will do anything he can to get you in bed before marriage and then keep you out of bed when you are married. And it's so true. So just fun, practical ways to get spicy, to get flirty, to get fun in your marriage again. It is, it's really, truly one of my favorite conversations I've probably ever had in my entire life, much less it's recorded for you. So you can listen to that. Then we get, we get really good and practical with an episode about miscarriage, loss, and infertility. Not that they're one and the same by any means, but I have a friend, her name's Jamie Dore, and she has been through each of them. So we talk through the differences, the similarity and the grief, practical ways to walk through it either if it's you that's experiencing it or how to hold a friend's hand that's experiencing it. It's great. How do you find hope when you feel so hopeless in those situations and seasons? So that's a great one. And then we talked about motherhood and mental health with Rachel Elmore. She's a postpartum therapist and genius. She talks about different ways to get out of that funk and that fog as a new mom or honestly like as a mom with 10-year-old, 14-year-old, whatever. And then we talk about navigating difficult relationships with Liz Earnshaw. She is so much fun. We have the like coolest conversation that I almost, I say this in the episode, but like I look at it as a diagram. Like, okay, if you're experiencing this, then here's what you can do. If you're experiencing this, then this is what you do. Are you experiencing this? No? Okay, well then try that. Like it's so cool the way that she kind of broke down systems and practical applications of navigating difficult relationships. So anyways, we're built for relationships, but they can get funky. They can get tricky. Boundaries can get crossed. Things can get said. We can get frustrated. So what do we do with all that? She talks us through it. And then today we're going to bookend it with just a fun um, open Q&A. But the funny thing is all the questions were like, what are you loving these days? What does life look like for you? What's your favorite thing about the podcast? And I'm like, okay, this is going to be more of like a what's up, Rachel episode. So this this is what's up. Okay. I feel like I'm out of breath this entire episode because when I talk with guests, I get to breathe in between my questions. But when I'm talking, this is probably the most I've talked in a long time because now I'm getting to the point where my lungs have shrunk. Literally, it's what happens when you get pregnant, which is so weird. Um, The anatomy of your body, literally changes like your kidneys relocate 
Okay, wow. So do your lungs and they also shrink. So when you hear pregnant women out of breath, it's not because like we're carrying a massive thing, which we are, but it's also because our lungs are so small, they can't work as hard. So I feel like I'm like panting this entire episode. Um, That's also what kind of gives it away for me to friends. I'm talking to them on the phone and they're panting. I'm like, you're pregnant, aren't you? And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Um, Which I've only ever asked someone straight up once, okay? And they were like my bestie. So don't do that. Don't do that. Um, Okay. Yes, I am 21 weeks as of now. Baby is the size of a banana. We just went to our anatomy scan last week, which was so much fun. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but we're actually going to be surprised about the gender this time, which is very much against my personality. I'm type A. I've got to know the things, like all the things. With Maddox, our firstborn, we literally found out I like... I think it was 10 or 12 weeks when you can do the blood test (laughs) because I was so I just I was itching to know. But now we have a boy, which I've I've told all my best friends this, but I would rather be an all boy mom than an all girl mom. I don't know if that makes sense. I grew up with all brothers. So I'm fine with like the dump trucks, the sand pits, the scrapes and the bruises like I grew up with it. So if I have all boys, I'm great. If I had all girls, send Jesus now. I cannot even imagine all the estrogen and the weddings to pay for and the periods and the drama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, which I would love a daughter. Don't get me wrong. Like, would love them. And actually, we could have the rest girls, and that's completely fine. I have, like, my one boy. Do you know what I mean? It just, like, it breaks it up, I feel like. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I literally have one child, but so this next one, if it's a boy, there'll be 22 months apart. So two under two holler. Um, well, they'll be 22 months apart, 21 or 22, something like that. Just obviously depends when baby decides to come. Um, and if it's a boy, they'll be best friends. If it's a girl, great, because he can be her little protector. Or it's nice because I am like dying to see Thomas with a girl. I think he would thrive as a girl dad. If you know Thomas, you're like, oh, totally. He's like in his feels really sweet, really romantic. <laughs> like he's like a fairy tale dad. So I'm hoping that he gets his girl one day. But if not, he can just rough house with the boys. It's great. Um, so needless to say, we're going to keep it obviously a secret till birth because, again, it could go either way. We'd be fine. We just want a healthy baby. So at the anatomy scan, She's like, okay, if you don't want to know, then I might have to ask you to like close your eyes, open your eyes, close your eyes, open your eyes, like again and again and again, because I mean, like you don't know where the, like where the baby, like what kind of position the baby's going to be in when the probe goes on your stomach. Um, so they could just be like booty up and you're like, oh, wow, that is what you're having, you know? So we kept like closing, opening, closing, opening our eyes. Um, still don't know what baby is. Ultrasound tech was great. She actually isn't going to tell our doctor she's like, I don't tell your doctor because I don't trust him with knowing the gender. Like he would definitely accidentally spill it. We're like, oh, great. So he told us that he figures out when we figure out what that's so fun. Um, So yeah, 20 more weeks and then we'll all know what baby is. We're really excited. And the other question I got is, do we have names for the baby yet? Which is tricky because I mean, obviously we can't really pick a name because we don't really know. Um, with Maddox, we knew he was going to be Maddox, whether he was a boy or a girl. 
And so we were just, we're going to name first baby Maddox regardless. The other name that we loved was Harlow, which is gender neutral. So if it was a girl, she'll be Harlow. If it's boy, he'll be Harlow. But um, we named the baby that we lost in January Harlow, because that's what we said our second was going to be. So we have Maddox and we have Harlow in heaven. And then this baby, um, we actually are going to do like very much gender names. Um, so the girl's name is kind of girly and I wouldn't use it as a boy name. And the boy name is pretty masculine and I probably wouldn't use it for a girl name. Um, we're still up in the air with the boy name to be determined. But the girl name is set in stone. If it's a girl, we're like, this is who she is right on the birth certificate. But for the boy, yeah, we, we don't know. Um, that'll be, uh, honestly, I feel like a mystery. It's one of those where we'll, we'll have to figure out what boy is. You know, what does he look like? What is he acting like? What memories do I have of him in the womb? Um, things like that. I also feel like people want to know what I think baby is. And I'm almost hesitant to share because watch, I'm going to say what I think that they are. And then when I birth baby, we're all going to be bamboozled. So part of me doesn't want to say it, but y'all are my people. Okay. And you've gotten 14 how many minutes is this? Yeah, 16 minutes into the show. So I'm just going to freaking tell you. I think baby is a girl. Like I'm pretty positive. Baby's a girl, but I don't know. Like I even struggle saying that because I'm like, what if baby is born and it's a boy, I'm going to be bamboozled. And so I'm trying to keep my mind neutral, right? Because like I don't want to tie all these memories to this girl that I think that she is. And then it's born and it's not a girl. And I have to like undo all of what I've done in my mind and emotionally. I feel like people, I feel like you get me or you don't. People are either like, ah, you're weird. Or people are saying, yes, I totally get it. Because I'm a very much like in my feels person. So I feel like that that could really like rock me if I birthed a different human than I was expecting. That's just weird, right? Like, I mean, regardless if it's a beautiful birth experience and like it's a healthy baby, I still feel like I would have a, a mini little grieving session if it wasn't a girl just because I feel like I'm really convinced. So for example, subconsciously, I'll refer to baby as he, which is weird. But when we're talking about logistics, I'll say her nursery or like her stroller or I got something for her. So, you know, I don't really know. But if someone had to ask me, do you have an intuition? I'd be like, yeah, I feel like it's a girl. But that's just me. <laughs> I'm going to be so embarrassed to come December if it's a boy. I feel like I told y'all y'all it was a girl. Um, I, I really have no clue. I have seen nothing. I, I'm really just going off my gut right now. Okay. Thomas was convinced Maddox was a girl. And when it was a boy, he was like, why? You know, but it's so funny because I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, you're the dad for sure. But like, what intuitions do you have? You're not caring, baby. So that's, that's, yeah, that's the whole gender baby. That's as far as we got. That's as much as we know. Now, welcome to our world. You know everything we know now, which is really super fun. So we bought a house sight unseen in Oklahoma right before we moved to Birmingham because it came up. It was perfect. I feel like I've shared the story on here before. Maybe not. So just in case, Spark Notes version. We were always planning on keeping a house that we have in Birmingham. It's a 2-1. It's really precious. Tons of character. It's in a neighborhood that we absolutely love called Homewood. And um, we just lo- we just love that house so much. So many beautiful memories connected to it that we had always said, when we move back to Birmingham, we're going to like live in the house and renovate, maybe go rent somewhere. But we definitely want to renovate the house to fit us and our needs. Well, that was pre-figuring out that I 
am carrying another child. So when we found out that we were pregnant again, kind of freaked out a little bit only because we weren't prepared or really like expecting it as far as moving back to Birmingham goes. So we decided and we really prayed like, okay, if there was going to be a house that was perfect, we're just going to believe it gets brought on the market, but we're going to stay off Zillow, which sounds borderline crazy. But we just didn't want to be on Zillow every day. We didn't want to get stressed about it. We just knew somehow had the peace that it just was all going to work out. Lo and behold, literally got an email from Zillow that was like, hey, this house looks like ones that you've been liking, you know, or like interested in or looking at before. And it was truly perfect. It is a 3-2, so it's perfect for a family now. It's open. It's bright. It's fun. We love all the stylistic things that they picked out, whether it was like they they remodeled the kitchen. We really like what they remodeled and what they chose. Really, like we just love the house. Tons of character, big backyard. It was a neighborhood we weren't really like looking in, but we ended up loving and we adore our neighbors now. So it all worked out. But yeah, we had to buy it sight unseen. We saw the Zillow pictures, yes, and we also got a FaceTime tour from our realtor who we love. So yes, we did see it and he was very honest. He said, these are things that I think you're going to have to fix. These are things that annoy me, but like the foundation, the roof, the property, like everything is under great condition except for like the small list of cosmetic things. And we're like, okay, okay, okay. So we made a move and love it. We are, I think we've been here for like a month and a half maybe two months now. Mm, I gotta do some math. We're kind of still getting settled. (laughs) It's so funny because I'm coming from like the military life where we were in each house for a year, year and a half, or six months. And so as soon as we got the boxes in the door, homegirl was unpacking them because I was like, I need to feel settled because I only have like, you know, four more months, five more months or a year to feel settled. We have to pack all this stuff up again. So it stressed me out. So now that we're going to be here and we don't have a deadline, an end date, like a move out date, like we came into our other moves with for the past few years, we're very much here in Birmingham. Praise God that I'm like, okay, I can take my time unpacking the boxes, right? So we still have a lot of boxes in our garage. We have things that we need to donate. We have pictures on the wall, which is funny, but we don't have like all of the furniture uh, set where we want it or purchased or whatever. So it's kind of fun. We're just taking our time, making it home. But honestly, I think I'm becoming this kind of adult where I'm like, I'd rather it be right than be done. So that's something I'm learning in life. Like, do you want it just done? You just want to get it over with? Or do you want it correct? Like, do you want it? Like, do you want this place to feel like home or do you just want a couch to sit on? Because if you want a couch to sit on, we can go buy that, but we might not love it in a few months or come a year, or it might not be practical for our family, or we can just like be cool camping out in like the soccer chairs, like the yard chairs, and then find a sofa or sectional that we love, 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 you know? So that's kind of what I'm walking through really in all aspects of life, but especially the house. I'd rather it be right then be done. Okay. So we're taking our time putting dishes actually where we want them, not just where, you know, where we just unpacked them and threw them in one day. We're undoing a lot, organizing a lot. And one day I will get this place all fun. And I'd love to give you all a little tour and walk through so we can appreciate the hard work and all the things that went into it. But until then, until then, We'll have boxes in our garage, and I really, truly am so at peace with that, which is so funny because, like I said, it's not my personality. 
besides house and baby stuff, Maddox is healthy. Thomas is like doing his job, full-time working. We love, I feel like the podcast has really taken off, which is always really fun. But especially I feel like over the summer, we've seen exponential growth, which is so much fun. And so you guys know you can celebrate with us. We found this out about a month ago, but we haven't said anything yet because we're trying to find a really good way to celebrate. But this is a fun mini celebration. Again, y'all are my people, so I'm just going to share it. We have hit a million downloads, which means a million plays. Like people have pushed play on the episode a million times. What? That's a lot of zeros. That is really freaking cool. And we have over, I think, like 20-something countries that listen. Almost every single state in the United States is covered except for a few. So if you know anybody in North Dakota that wants to start listening to Behind the Bliss, holler. Or if you live in North Dakota and you listen to Behind the Bliss, definitely reach out because your IP address is not registered to North Dakota. Anyway, so we have almost all 50 states that are listening, which is it's like so cool to think about, right? Like we should all find somewhere local to meet up, which is funny because there's really nowhere. There's really like no midpoint other than maybe like Texas. So one day we might do a Texas fun meetup and we're trying to figure out ways to bring back events. We used to do events before COVID and have just strategically try to find ways to do that really to serve y'all well, but also put on a party. Like we just want to have so much fun, meet people in person because we as a team, we see, like I said, your IP addresses, but the tricky thing about podcasts is there's no picture attached to your like listening device or account. So we don't know who we're talking to. When people come up to me in public, which sometimes happens, and it's a blast. I love it so much. And then you introduce yourself. Like, I picture you now when I talk through a microphone, which gives me so much more purpose. And it makes me feel so much more, like, alive and doing this because I know you. Like, I, or you tell me your favorite episode. And I'm like, okay, like, that spoke to you. That's amazing. So, one, if you see me around in Birmingham, please say hi, Okay. It's not weird. I promise it's not weird unless we make it weird. Um, And what's more weird is if you like, if I know that you know who I am and you don't say anything, that's more weird than just being like, hey, I feel like we should be friends, which is what you should totally say. But an event would also be a really great way just to party together and celebrate all the things God's doing in our life, meet each other, pray for each other. Events are so much fun. Okay, so we're going to do that one day. So stay tuned. We have some more apparel coming your way. Super cute pieces we are thrilled about. None of them are really merchandise, which we love. And none of them have explicitly like behind the bliss on it anywhere. So you can wear this anywhere. You can. It's a message that really could be anyone. You're not excluded if you don't listen to the podcast, if that makes sense from purchasing this. They make great gifts for all the holidays that are coming up. We are so stoked to make these available to you. So if you're not on our email list or you aren't on our text list, you can get on both either and by texting bestie to 55444. And we're just going to ask you for your name and your email. So easy, so quick. You could do it literally right now as you're listening to the show. And you're going to be on a list that you get exclusive information, drops, all the things. Because when I tell you the apparel lines always sell out, <laughs> the apparel lines always sell out, which we're so excited about, right? They're like, that's a good thing for business. But we get so sad because we're like, man, we wanted all these 
these people that we can see that you have something in your cart as it sells out to be able to get it. So it's frustrating, equally exciting, and I want you to be able to get whatever piece that you want. So make sure to text Bestie to 55444, but that's where we share tons of fun information. Other than just apparel, we send sometimes surprise Starbucks gift cards there that you can go and use. We send updates. We send things that we're loving that we want you to know about. We send encouragement. So it's just a fun text list to be on. I promise you it won't get annoying. And if if I do, um, please let me know. Okay, I'm trying to get self-aware. So if I'm annoying, let me know. But then you can also unsubscribe. It's just so easy, okay? And it's a lot of fun. And it's another great way for us to connect with you because Instagram isn't always mm, consistent, okay? Here, there, I said it. Okay, and quickly, I need to tell you some of the things that I'm loving this summer that I really think that you would love as well, because that's how we end every single show. But I have quite a few. I'm going to go through them really quickly, but all of them are amazing. So the Stanley Tumblr, obviously, everyone knows the quencher is like is the thing of the century. I feel like we're going to be talking about the Stanley quencher when we're grandparents to our grandchildren. Like, whoa, guys, back in my day, there was this cup that used to sell out in less than 30 minutes of certain colors because people just wanted them so badly. If you don't know what a Stanley is, it's a brand. Um, And they're amazing. They're the best like tumblers, drinkware that I really found. Um, I used to be a Hydro Flask fan until I met Stanley because one, they don't dent. I have had my toddler throw my Stanley, drop his Stanley, all the things, no denting. So that's amazing. Um, Also, you can put it through the dishwasher. Also a praise God, okay? Because we don't hand wash things in this house. We really, truly don't. We like rinse it out, okay? And then we put it in the dishwasher, even the big stuff, because that's just easier right now. Okay. Um, and then of course, if it has to be hand washed, we definitely will. We make exceptions, but we don't want to have to do that with every single water bottle and the straw and the pieces that come with it. So they're easy to disassemble, throw it in the dishwasher, top rack. Amazing. Um, and then we also love the fact that they fit in every single cup holder. So in your car, it's not too chunky, which is great. Um, and they keep things cold and warm, but they keep things cold, which I'm really grateful for. My cup, actually, I left my Stanley in my car with ice in it and water in it overnight, got in it the next morning. So I got out of a workout class around like 5.30, unloaded Maddox, totally forgot about my Stanley cup, got back in the car the next morning to run to the grocery store or like some random errand. And it was still, it still had ice in it. Okay. Not as much ice, obviously a little bit melted, but it was definitely still full of ice. So that's always a bonus, right? That it actually, it actually works. But the tricky part is that everyone is so obsessed with the quencher, which is a type of tumbler that they sell. They sell all types. Okay. Not just this one, but this one in particular is so popular. Don't know why it holds a lot of water. Um, it's large, but again, it still fits in your cup holder, which is great but it sells out. And another con to the quencher, which nobody asked me about, is it has a straw, which we love drinking from a straw, but when you tip it, like it comes, the water can exit the straw hole. (laughs) I don't know how else to say that. Um, It leaks, okay? So we have started using in our house, the flip straw. It's called the ice flow. So quencher, really cool. Ice flow, however, okay, doesn't sell out super often. A lot of colors available. I'll link it in our show notes. Um, but go get you one of those. Lots of different sizes too. So if you wanted a large one, they have one. They have a small one for your little baby. It's great. Um, we have been loving that this summer. I can throw it in the diaper bag and know it's not going to leak. 
It does leak, I think, if you keep the flip open and the straw is open, I think it leaks. But if you close it, sealed. It's amazing. It's perfect. So the Stanley Flip Straw. We'll link all these in the show notes just so that you know. I also got new shoes literally yesterday and they're my favorite. We went to the science museum this morning with a friend. I have no blisters. My feet don't hurt. They're great. They're really cute. They're platform white sneakers, which are really hard to find at an affordable price, but I got them at DSW and at curbside pickup. (laughs) I love curbside pickup. And I used a code that I found online. I'll put it in the show notes. I don't know if the code still works, but you might as well try. And they were $30. Okay. Those are disposable at that point. Like if you wore them all summer, every single day, you definitely got your $30 worth. And so if they're trashed at the end of the summer, (laughs) they're trashed and it's okay. You don't feel bad about it. But I hate spending money on like nice pairs of shoes, knowing that I wear shoes really hard. So anyways, those new shoes, um, surfaces, which is one of my favorite bands. I'm seeing them in August with a friend, with Lainey. They're coming to Birmingham. Lainey is the band name, not my friend's name. My friend Abby and I are going to see Lainey and Surfaces in August, but Surfaces will be at the concert. They are so much fun. I think you'd recognize a lot of their songs if you went and listened to them. Um, So definitely go look them up, but they have a new album. I think it just dropped today. There's three songs. It's called Rooftops. Really fun. We love their music. Um, A random, but adding ricotta cheese to your spaghetti sauce, like just two dollops or like two spoonfuls. So good. It makes it creamy. It adds like an extra like, um, like richness to it is the best way I know how to explain it. Some people, I feel like you've been doing this your whole life. Maybe your mom did it growing up. My mom did not. No shame on Teresa, but we love the ricotta cheese in the spaghetti sauce. Okay, so try it. Try it next time you make spaghetti. Um, We've been watching Alone on Netflix. Actually, I take it back. Is it Netflix or is it Hulu? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But look it up. It's called Alone. Basically, they put like 10 people in their own little section in Vancouver, Canada, and just like let them live there. And they see who can last the longest living alone. And they have to survive in the wilderness, like build shelter, protect themselves from predators, find food, all the things. It's it's so crazy to watch. It just blows my mind. Um, and the show's concept is there's going to be a winner and it's the person that lasts the longest. And all the show is obviously video recorded, but they are responsible for recording their own experiences. So they are given like a suitcase full of cameras and equipment and they have to set up and record their whole thing. So you see people like have bears in their camp, which is really crazy. You see people accidentally cut themselves when they're trying to chop some wood. You see people that have basically like breakdowns and they miss their families. They have to go. But anyways, there's a lot of reasons why people leave. Then not that they give up. That's not a good way to say it because like I would never even try to attempt this. So all credit to the people that said yes, all 10 people. But like as people dwindle, there's reasons why, which are obviously really fun to watch, makes a great show. I think you would really like it. And I will say it's like one of the shows that Thomas and I can both agree on because my shows are typically too girly and his shows are typically like history channel. And I'm like, are you serious right now? But alone is a great compromise. Okay. If you are on our email list, like I talked about again, text bestie to 55444. If you want to hop on it, then you already know about this, but ambitious kitchen is one of my favorite follows on Instagram. She makes really yummy 
like recipes, all kinds of recipes. The other day she posted some like fish taco made with salmon. And I think I'm going to try it next week. It looked amazing. But I tried one of the snacks that she posted about this past week. And it is so delightful. I love it. It is peanut butter stuffed raspberries that are coated in chocolate. What? Chocolate covered stuffed. Wait, hold on. How do we say this? Chocolate covered peanut butter stuffed raspberries. <gasps> Guys, they are so amazing. I love them. You could do white chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, whatever. I did um I did dark chocolate. You can also do almond butter, peanut butter, any kind of butter. I wonder if you could do Nutella. <gasps> Oh shoot, I'm making Nutella ones next time. She has the recipe on her um on a reel on her Instagram. So we'll post that in the show notes as well. But so good. I kind of like had this idea, and I'm pretty sure people do this, but they say to drink a lot of raspberry leaf tea your last trimester and it like softens your cervix. Something about the raspberry leaf. So pro tip if you are in your last trimester, go ahead and start doing that. I would make mine like iced. And then I would add it to like a mango juice. It was so good. I probably would, shouldn't drink it now because I don't need to soften my diet. My what's it called? Cervix. I almost said diaphragm. Definitely don't need to soften my diaphragm. But they also say so raspberry leaf tea is number one. But number two is dates. I think you need to eat like six dates a day or something actually crazy like that. Ridiculous. Can you imagine eating six dates a day? actually can because I attempted it my last pregnancy and then I just got over it. I was like, y'all, I cannot eat another date in my life. I put them in smoothies and I swore I could taste them. And then I tried just like eating them. No, 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 no. They're in Lara bars. If you've ever heard of Lara bars, great snack, but I can't, I can't eat them anymore. <laughs> I'm so sick of them because I ate so many my last trimester with Maddox. Um, but I think I'm going to attempt the dates again, but I'm going to use this little recipe and do peanut butter stuffed dates covered in chocolate instead of raspberries. I'll report back. Might be gross, but might be amazing. Okay. If you have any other date recipes, will you let me know? <laughs> I I feel like that's something that I um I really remember helping a lot. Like it helped me Actually, what am I talking about? I sat at zero centimeters for probably like a month and a half. I ended up getting induced at zero centimeters. So actually, you know what? I take all that back. Scientifically, who even knows if raspberry leaf tea and dates actually work? Okay. I just did it because the books told you to. And, but at the same time, part of me is like, but what if I hadn't even done that? I probably would have like really been in for quite a time. You know what I mean? So anyways, who knows? It'll be a mystery. Hindsight 2020. I'm probably still going to try it again <laughs> just in case. Give myself a second try. Anyway, so the raspberry peanut butter inside, chocolate on the outside. So good. Have to try it. But all these will link in the show notes. That's all my favorites. I'm sure I have more, but those are all the things that came to my mind when people ask me that question. I know, so random, but some of my favorite recommendations that guests bring on the show are the random things. So anywho, I am so glad, again, that you guys joined us today for this random episode. That was so much fun. Thanks for hanging out, even though I was out of breath. I just am so grateful for you guys. I don't know how else to say it. I say it every episode, I feel like, but it's just because it's true. I need to find another way to phrase it. But you guys mean more to me than I think you'll ever know. Yes, let's plan a meetup. Get on the email list, okay? Listen to some services music and go stuff some raspberries with some peanut butter, okay? 
<laughs> Y'all have a great week. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.